0: I just wanted to uh, give you all uh, some insight into, you know, how I was feeling and, and what I was thinking, what was going on during the closing arguments. Just, I guess, from my point of view, I remember that I, I was glad that it, that it was over. You know, it had been a long nine days, probably the longest nine days of my life up to that point. My days would start at like 4 a.m. if I, if I wanted to shave, which to be honest with you, I, I shouldn't have done. In nine days, I probably had a total of, you know, maybe 27 to 30 hours of sleep. And believe me, that's that's not an exaggeration. I, I was physically and, and mentally exhausted. Yeah, I, I actually had a, a physical reaction towards the end of the trial. I was sitting there one day, and, you know, my, my whole body began to tingle, like if you're your arm or your leg had gone to sleep you know and it it, it like started at my feet and, and it worked its way all the way up through my body and it was just my whole body was like tingling really really bad and I don't know why but you know my hands seemed to to feel the worst and this sounds kind of crazy I know but like a day or two later all of the skin on the The palms of my hands peeled off. I I don't know what that was, but it it had to have been some sort of a physical uh, reaction to what was going on. But something else that stuck out in my mind was before Tina Griffin started her clothing and before I came into the courtroom, the bailiffs wouldn't let my family into the courtroom because they packed all of the first four or five rows of seats directly behind me with uniformed police officers. So my family was forced to sit uh, in, in the in, in the back, the very back rows. And, and what's crazy about that is I, I read a, a, an appellate case years later where a guy actually got a new trial baked in part because that's exactly what the state had done in his case. The court in that case recognized it was an unfair and prejudicial thing to do to the defendant. When I read that, I thought, these prosecutors across the state have learned these tricks and games to manipulate juries. You know, I don't think it's a coincidence they, they did it in a case in, in McLean, you know, in McLean County, uh, and then did it, uh, you know, in a case in Chicago. It just seems like these dishonest cops and, and corrupt prosecutors use the same universal playbook. Personally, I thought Frank Pitzel's clothing was terrible. I mean, he had failed to introduce into evidence the witnesses and the evidence to counter the the BS that, you know, Tina Griffin was putting out. I I remember he came back to the table and whispered to me, you know, what do you think? And my response was, is that it? And he said, yeah. And and he again, you know, asked me, you know, what do you think? And, And I remember saying, I'm, I'm dead. Even though in my heart of hearts, you know, I tried to hold on to the, you know, my belief that it was it was impossible to find me guilty for something I didn't do. You know, I, I just kept telling myself, no way uh, uh, this, this can happen. You know, I, I thought about this a lot. I think the only people who knew the truth uh, in that courtroom and, and during the whole trial and, and especially during the closing arguments was Tina Griffin. Charles Reiner, Dan Katz, Rick Barkas, me and my wife, Tammy. And in reality, only Tammy and I actually cared about the outcome of the truth. It was, a, it was a long, long nine days of people that I knew, people that I hardly knew, people that I didn't know getting up there and testifying. And, and, and then, uh, you know, when Tina Griffin, her closing arguments, it was just it was the final um, humiliation I guess uh, of, of the whole process and it's, uh, you know it really angers me and I, I, it, it's hard for me to relive these, these things. I know I need to, but it's, it, it, it's, it's really hard and it, it, it angers me so much because so much of the stuff that she was saying, she knew wasn't true, and it's a terrible commentary on uh, the justice system in this country. You know, it's it's because of people like her and Charles Reiner that so many people don't believe in the in the justice system. They don't trust in the justice system. They don't believe in attorneys, and it's because of people like that. So that's how I felt, you know. And, and and what I said earlier about you know I I you know I had to get up and and, and shave at four o'clock in the morning, you know I cut my hair, I, I shaved, I did all this stuff. I, I shouldn't have done that because that wasn't me. I I I should have just left my hair the the length that it was. I I, I should have just kept my beard and and just you know let let the uh, the jury see who I really was. I mean, uh, and and Tina Griffin took advantage of it. You know she. She pointed out to the jury that, you know, I'd cut my hair and I'd shaved and, and, uh, you know, did all this stuff like, you know, I was trying to be, uh, dishonest and deceitful and I probably shouldn't have done that. So that's really, uh, how, how I felt about the, uh, the closing arguments, but it it was tough. It was, it was really hard. It was really hard for me, you know, but, uh, you know, before I go, I want to I wanna give a shout-out to uh, a few people that have really been helping us out a lot. The people that, that, that have been transcribing the podcast have, have really put in a lot of time and effort, and, and I am, I'm really grateful for you guys, and I, I just want you to know that I really appreciate you. So Melinda, Wargacki, Kathy, McElaney, K. Wood, Yomnik, Ginger Fiorga, Pamela Westby, we appreciate you guys so much, and and I appreciate you uh, personally uh, more more than you probably know. It means everything to me, so thank you. And and I want to give a, a final shout out to a student of Miss Wargaki's, Stuart Hilton. He made a flyer, and I and I think Tammy put it up on our website. He made a he made a flyer for uh, about my case, and and I just want you to know, Stuart. I really I really appreciate that. It it, it means. It means the world to me that you would take the time and, and put the effort into putting that together, and it it, it it was awesome. You know, if I could give you any advice, I would just say uh, if if this sort of thing is something that you find, you know, the forensic uh, sciences part of uh, your your education there, you know, if it's something that you really uh you really find interesting and, and, and something you really like, it'd be a great. In, in people's lives. I mean, uh, people like me living a wrongful conviction need good, honest people in that field. And on the other side of that coin, victims and family members of victims, you know, need good, honest people in that field. So you could really make a difference. So stick to it, man. And, and uh, you know, thank you for uh, for doing that for me. I'll just end this here and and just. Let everyone know that, you know, I I really appreciate you listening and being a part of this this journey for me. I mean, it's very important for me, I guess, uh, that people know my side of, of, of everything that's happened. So, thank you.